You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Uh, whom is going to open the secret door? Whomst is going to... I can do this. I think you should do it. I look at uh, my perception with my peepers. Uh, my perception isn't great. Is it perception? Yeah, it is. Uh, 11, 12. To observe the door Just for any potential traps. the door, yeah. So you can see that it's been recently used. It's used very often. You okay, think it's... Uh, good. And you also can tell that you don't think there are any traps on it. Yeah. And additionally, like most secret doors, because um, it's not really a place to put a handle and also disguise, yeah. It's not locked. It's just a, a door you press on. Okay, cool. Um, well, I get everybody to stand back a little bit, but mm-hmm. then I kind of quite carefully, while standing kind of next to the wall rather mm-hmm. than directly in front of it, just push in the door. Okay, you open the door. It's sl- it slides open silently, like like a, like it's well oiled almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just the barest whisper of stone scraping on stone. Intelligently. 10 feet, there is a small corridor 10 feet beyond the secret door, which is not locked, but is hidden, where there's an actual wooden door, which does in fact look like it's braced with iron and and has a very large lock on it. But you can hear nothing overt at this stage. Unless anyone wants to make me an an active perception check. And I will do just that. We've got a perception, which is good. 15. Okay. Also 15. Ooh, more than 15, uh, 21. Okay, so a small corridor of 10 feet ending in a large wooden door. With that perception check, you know for a fact that this door is probably locked, but there's no traps that you can see. Mm. You're, you're confident in this fact. Addition- locked but safe. Mm. Additionally, you can hear what sounds like the echoed voices coming from further inside. You think a good couple of rooms into this complex. Mm-hmm. But you don't think there's anything beyond the door. This yep. is the Xanathar Guild hideout, isn't yes. it? Yes. This is the safe main house. one. Safe house or like the main one? It, it was... What it, did the drow call it? All uh, a hideout. A, oh, just a, a, a hideout. A, a hideout, mm-hmm. yes. Because yeah. honestly, if this is like the main thing, this is pretty poor kind of... Two art, two idiot yeah, goblins what is, what is our strategy when, you know, when we come across people here? What are we looking to to do or what kind of approach are we looking to do? I think the main thing is we need to find Froon... Lagmar and get him out of here so just, in, the most, in the best way possible. Yeah, so yeah. just kind of stay out of sight, sight the Extract. whole time. Yeah. Extract silently and quickly and give us as much time as possible before it's noticed that yeah. we're yeah. not there. Okay, yeah. um, I think we just continue along this path as stealthily as yeah. we can, realistically. Yeah. That's right. okay. So I'm pointing out to where the, we're hearing the sound of voices, but we know that this door has nothing... No noise coming from behind. Exactly it. so. We know, however, that it is locked. I think that might be where they're keeping it. I think I have a few tools. You should. Mm-hmm. You sure do. Do you want to try and pick the lock? Yeah. That's fine. Give me a, give me a lock pick. Check Can I out. assist? You may. I also have these tools. If you, if you are also trained, then I yes, am. You, then yes you, we both Then are. yes, you can. Um, so, Nadia, you have two super, super good skills. Yeah. I know one of them stealth. Is the other one lockpicking? No, acrobatics and oh, stealth. Oh, acrobatics. Okay. Yeah. In that case, for you, it's plus five. Plus five. Yeah. yeah. With advantage, though. Okay. So, and rolling with um, advantage. advantage. Yes. So, that is 15. 15. Okay, yeah. The lock is... 
you know, reasonable, but it's not over overly complex and it springs open, luckily without making too much sound either. With that, you slide the door open and you can see the room beyond. Inside here, you can see that there's an otherwise empty stone room, which is about 40 feet by 40 feet in a square. The most notable thing is that there is a stone pillar directly in the center of the room that is about 10 feet tall and is very, very smooth and somewhat thin and carved into the top of it, you can see that there is a perfect circle with the 10, <coughs> once, once again, equidistant spokes uh, radiating out from its sun. You're talking about a, a child drawing no, the sun. Is that what it looks like? A beholder. Yes, exactly. This is a Zenithar um, sign. In the middle of this circle on the pillar, you can see that there is a small circular indentation mm -hmm. that bears a uh, passing resemblance to a, li a lidless eye. As you, uh, once again, so looking uh, at the rest of this room, you can see there are some stone stairs that lead down to this room yep. proper, mm -hmm. and there are three exits that you can see. Okay. There's the, the pillar is in the center. There's a large set of wooden double doors on the opposite wall from you to the east. To the north, you can see that there is a wooden door, and to the west, you can see there is another wooden door. You hear what sounds like murmuring, and the voices and such clearly came from behind the big double doors back there. Yeah. Shall I try to do a bit of a stealth, or...? I think we're gonna need to know... Everything. Be wary of that pillar with the eye. I suspect it's more than it seems, and even your stealth may not be up to the challenge. But, give it a go. Yes. Can I take a look at that pillar? You sure can. Absol yes. Absolutely you can. Give it a good hard stare. So you want- I better blitz first. <laughs> Could I possibly roll Arcana? Oh, it would definitely be Arcana. Yeah. So you so you walk into the main room, you approach the pillar, just to be clear, and you look up at it. I should make it clear that you're the only one doing this. <laughs> to, to also be clear, you are the only one that does this. Okay, good. Okay. Good, good, good. It is 22. 22, right. Yes. So you know for a fact that this is essentially a magical door opener Ooh. that clearly leads to somewhere else much more important. It is likely that the, the Xanathar has several of, well, ha would likely potentially have one of these in each of their yeah, layers. Fast yeah. travel between. But, so if you were to hazard a guess, mm. you would potentially think that this is, this pillar allows entry into its actual layer. So I'm going to take it that, that indent in the middle might be for some sort of key. Exactly so. Exa exactly so. Let's not do that. Oh, but I wanna. But we're level one. You do realize. <sighs> but also, what that'll tell you is that this this is there is no trap in here. Mm. There's no there is no trap to this. Yeah. It is a it is a magical uh, key doorway key opener yeah. yep. essentially. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it cannot observe you or anything else like that. So yeah. what do you do? Anyone else? All right, uh, so we know that there are voices, murmurs coming from the double doors there. We Correct. don't know about these two. Yes. We should probably take a look at these two first then. Okay then, you can do exactly that. So, you wander up to the north one or the east one? Uh, not from your perspective. Jez, Nick, since you'll be doing the breaking and entering as well. Yes, let us go have a look-see. So walking up to that door, uh, you see it's not locked, you want to open it? Yes. Opening it, you can see there is a 10 foot by 10 foot uh, room that appears to be sleeping quarters. There are two dirty mattresses and there are some manacles on the wall. Ugh, this can be your room. <laughs> <laughs> there are some straw pallets and uh, yeah, rusty manacles, at least two pairs bolted to the bolted to the wall. Gross, and I'll shut the door and I'll go have a look in the other door. Exactly the same. Ugh. Sleeping quarters matching that description. This is why I don't come down here. I mean, quote unquote, sleeping, sleeping quarters. quarters. It's clearly to, you know, a holding people cell. being yeah. kept here, yeah. Correct. Mm. There's a smell of feces in that room there. Well, I will motion that those two rooms are both 
empty. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we at least have some street sign, and you guys will be able to pick up on the meaning of like the fact that you're not going in there and closing the door. Yeah, I'm just being like, clear. you'll see my expression when I open it up. It's like, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and then I brought the second one, being like, like the extreme <laughs> wrinkling of your nose. Yes. So then, with that, I shall sneak, sneak, sneak my way across the floor. Okay. And open up the door just a tiniest sliver of a peep. Okay. Well, you can see that that door is. Mm. Sorry, uh, everyone, okay with this? Opening up the main door. Yeah, I see you approaching, yeah. and I'm transferring Tymora's blessing from Jez to Nick. Okay. As you open these slightly, open these double doors and peer through, all of a sudden you can hear that there is a, um, a lively discussion. A lively discussion. Lively it, it sh- disagreement. Shall, shall I say? Indeed. Uh, so there are. This is a long hallway essentially a long yeah. stone hallway there are threadbare curtains hanging on the east wall in the middle of which is a muscular female half orc who has a mostly shaved head and has the tattoos of the eyes. eyes on on her shaved head also she we has got don't, not all half orcs know each other <laughs> she, he, <laughs> wow he was, sorry for the podcast he was nudging me and giving me significant looks as though you know her no as in embarrassingly is she your type <laughs> She she is a very uh, she's a very uh, handsome half orc, but she uh, is tall and thin and has got purple and black robes, which are actually quite nice. They're quite elegant and sort of silky. And oh, no. and and uh, uh, clutched in her right hand, you can see there is what, oh, what, what no. looks to be sort of a bronzish looking wand. Oh, um, no. oh, are you? Just wait. So <laughs> she does she look more like a priest or a wizard? Uh, so she looks very much like a wizard. Right. That's for sure. Good because assaulting a priest. Yeah. This went up to a 10-day and damages of 500 gold pieces. I'll thank you all to keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, no mention of assaulting a wizard on this page, so... Damn it! Uh, yeah, but if anyone asks, you deny you're a priest. <laughs> there Except a... when it's useful. <laughs> to the south, there is a raised stone platform, and you can see, once again, that there is a very handsome young man in his late 20s or so, long red hair, who is on the ground, writhing in pain with her standing on his chest while she sits there and says, I can do this all evening. Just answer the questions. Where is it? And however, as terrifying as this scene is and watching Mm -hmm. the gentleman that is obviously Flune Blagmar, he has got- He matches um, the daguerreotype. He he, he looks very similar to Reyna, although, I mean, if if anything- uh, We have the magical daguerreotype. Yes, he he matches perfectly. To make assurance double sure. Yes, an exceedingly handsome man with his uh, fine features now twisted in pain. He has shoulder length red hair and you know, his his Um, bright green eyes are open wide in obviously uh, anguish and he has just got sort of dark blue you know sort of renaissance clothing on you know tights very sort of shakespearean looking so she is not really binding him with anything but her foot just resting on his chest but he looks frozen uh, as though he can't move very well but beyond that on this raised platform you can see uh, just getting up and pacing in what appears to be an irritated manner you can see a nightmarish creature in black robes. It has huge, large white eyes and a rubbery purple skin and four tentacles extending from its very human mouth. It cradles and gently pats like a Bond villain stroking a cat, what looks like a disembodied brain with feet. Oh, So it's holding essentially a fetid, a brain with little little stumpy feet as it, as it, 
as this thing sort of almost like sort of liquid like like mm. liquid sort of moves back and forth and says and then you can sort of hear like these vibrations and so forth and you you actually hear in your head just from proximity now this thing's voice it's yeah. it's just doing a, a general telepathy broadcast. broadcast which is just like it's basically psychically yelling yes I am growing weary of this I will leave you now oh. I want answers by the time I return tomorrow and see that this whimpering fool suffers in his last moments and then with that just sort of like puts the brain on the ground which you know kind of like like waddles forward like it's going to follow the mind flare which of course is what it is mm-hmm. but then it points at no you stay stay <laughs> And the little brain thing just kind of squats down. And it doesn't have any face to have a facial expression, but you think if it could frown or look disappointed, it would. And then the mind flare, just like Dracula, <laughs> just walks, but doesn't seem to particularly... Glides. Glides. like an old uh, black and white movie vampire across the stone towards the door that you're peeking behind. What do you do? Unless it is um, somewhat ambiguous, a mind flare is well beyond the capabilities of even yeah. a level not, six or seven yeah. party. Not for nothing, that brain with four legs is probably beyond us at this point. That that by itself would, would be a formidable challenge. I, but, I but, know those things. But, those things are awful. But potentially doable. Uh, but boy, you do not you want to avoid this mind flare. Okay, Nick, you see the mind flare gliding ever closer to your location. What do you do? Fight it, you coward, fight it. <laughs> Come on, you coward. I take out the web arrow. Oh, that'll be any kind of like right. No, no, no. Here's my warning. I will let you do that. (laughs) (laughs) It's the greatest DM threat. I will let you do anything you want. (laughs) I'll allow it. Back away, not today. Mr. Mindflayer, I will back away. Uh, Technically, and I'll gesture to you guys. Is there there perhaps a look of... You still have advantage on stealth. Yes, good idea. Is there there perhaps a look of abject terror on your face as you... uh, no, it's def- it's definitely. Uh, it's not terror. It's more like fuck. It's more like <laughs> I don't lose my composure. I just sort of. Back. For the recording, you make the hurried uh, shoo shoo motion. I shoo your- them. Okay, so you all see him turn around and look yep. in a little bit of composed panic. <laughs> you just uh, fucking nope out. Uh, uh, run the fuck into there, maybe. Yeah, okay. actually, I'm going to run into. Yeah, let's you're run and draw attention to it. So I'm just going to run into there. Okay, so you separate then, and you some of you go into the north uh, sleeping quarter yep. holding cell, and the yep. other the other goes into the other holding cell. Yep. yep. Yeah. And I guess close the door behind. Very quiet. Like a tiny sliver of peepings. Okay then, a sliver of peepings. Okay, just a sliver's worth. No more, no less, Tom. No One less. sliver's worth of peepings. Oh I am going to need a group stealth check to hide. Ah, shit. You have advantage. Of which I have advantage. Actually, advantage. I will say that everyone has advantage because all you're doing is just being still behind a door and not yeah. making sound. But still, it'll be important. Can it hear our mind? Who knows? That's the question. Oh, all right, uh, my stealth Ooh. is. I have 20. Wow. Good. Yes, I have 24. Good. Jez? I'm small. Uh, this is... Steel. Stealth. Stealth. With advantage. I'll take the 14 rather than the 2. Cool. So that is 21. Collectively as a group, you manage to stay silent behind your respective doors as the creature using telekinesis opens the door and then closes it behind it as it wanders and drifts into the room. Just in case you can read our thoughts, I'm going to keep my mind blank like my sister's. (laughs) Okay then. 
Okay. Um, I'd love to see how you do. You try and get that out, like yeah. verbally. Yeah. I give her a look. She knows. <laughs> then you think sick burn, and he goes, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's all think very loudly at each other. It approaches the pillar. It holds out its hand, and you can see emerging in its grip is a small three-inch diameter stone orb, which it places briefly in the indentation in the pillar, as mentioned. This opens an opaque door of inky black darkness on the southern wall. Mm-hmm. Like a doorway to nothing. Which it then slides through and the doorway closes behind it. What, what else do we know of Mind Flayers? Do they live on a different plane? No, they, they live in the Underdark. They hold great empires with Beholders and such under in, in the Underdark. Do they work for the Beholders? Do the Beholders no, work for them? Or neither is, uh, of those things are true. No. Who is uh, beholden they to are them? they are generally they are generally separate. Occasionally they can. You know. well, in this case, they're working together, presumably. Yeah, presumably yes. Xenathar's but that, 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 that's like unique. saying like, oh, humans and elves are working together. Who is beholden to whom? It's like well, they're just allies. True. Actually, they are more. They're much more natural enemies than humans and elves. So yeah. it'd be much more like, like Scots and elves or something. <laughs> Scots and the French. <laughs> Scots and orcs. <laughs> You just made it. <laughs> anyway, so what happens to the orb that he placed? Oh, he he, he 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 opens like a key and then puts it back. Oh damn right, it goes. So that happens. Now you are well. You know, well you you are alone in this room. What do you do? I will say with the earth gone. He our man is in there being tortured by a half orc wizard. It seems <clears throat> the mind flayer left a brain with feet in the room. Ew. It looks like his pet. He treated it like a pet. And he will return soon, so we need to get our man out of there mm-hmm. immediately. Would I know anything about this? I was, I was going to ask you the same thing about the, can I do a nature roll to see? Anybody that wants to can give me... Arcana. Yeah, that's what I'd do. Yeah. yeah, so anybody that wants to can give me an arcana check to find out about an intellect devourer. Oh, uh, your boy has zero for arcana, but I'll roll. Hey, your boy. Why not? Hey, 15. Interesting. 22. Okay, interesting. <laughs> I did my thesis on intellect uh, devourers. I did my uh, thesis. I didn't write my thesis, but I did a lot of experiments for it. (laughs) (laughs) My master's was in intellect devourers' habits. Okay. So, uh, you know that they are actually quite intelligent, and they are very dexterous. Essentially, they they are innate spellcasters Mm -hmm. that can... They have a a magical resistance. Mm Mm-hmm. So they have an advantage on saving throws against magical effects. Damn it. Most importantly, it can target a creature that is incapacitated or that has died in the last minute. Mm -hmm. And essentially they can go up to their face and basically get possessed by this intellect devourer. They essentially destroy their brain and put themselves inside their head Mm -hmm. instead and control the person Mm -hmm. like a puppet. How long can they do that for? Well, once they've done it, that's sort of permanent. You're, you're they dead. They live there now. And the end of it, they live there now. You are, you are their new home. Interesting. What if you are later raised from the dead by a greater wish spell or something? So they do, the well... The like... Bleh, bleh. Well, who knows? But, 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 <laughs> Two personalities. Their, their main thing is they have a melee attack where they can just essentially uh, do psychic damage to you. So they're, mm-hmm. they, they're, I mean, they are... They're potent, though. Mm, they're something yeah. you can... As a, as a group, you, you might be able to, to do it, but it, it'd be a very much a formidable challenge. Not, not, not impossible, but formidable. Mm, I don't know. How do we approach this? I mean, usually in this situation, I'd say try to get them away, you know, try to distract or something like that so that we can get in and then... Get him. Get him and then mm. run away. How we distract a creature like that? I, I, I don't know. Also, the half-orc is literally standing on him. 
mm. feel like the distracts may not work. But I don't think there's anything. I think that's if we if we're gonna jump in, we hit this brain thing first because there is literally an uh, incapacitated creature very near it that we need to be uh, kept alive. Yeah. I don't think that we should barrel in there and attack them at all. To to fight both of them, that seems like it's going to be quite a dangerous thing for us to do. I I, I don't see any other option except wait until the mind flayer gets back. And hopefully something happens that we can exploit. Okay, but can we discuss other options though? Oh no, 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 no! I'm not saying we run in right now. I'm just saying that like something has to happen. Let's have a long rest, and I'm sure we'll all feel better after. <laughs> <laughs> the, the mind flayer said that it it would be back tomorrow. Yeah. And but obviously things are rather present right now. We're gonna let him be tortured for eight hours. Jez, you mentioned an alternative to kicking in the door. Let's hear it. Uh, well, it was basically just to try to distract um, mm-hmm. and get them away from him or at least one of them away from him sure we could do that through impersonation we could do that through I don't know blowing something up down a corridor there's a few different ways that we could do this this is very true we know that there are more people here we heard conversation taking place I mean, I can imitate a goblin well enough. If you can imitate a goblin... No, I can only disguise myself, I'm afraid. Can you disguise yourself as one of the goblins? Conceivably, yes. Have them call out that there's people trying to get into the door. Then either the brain or the wizard goes, either way. So my only concern with that is that if we point them at the exit that we're going to try and get to, we're going to have to fight them on Still the way split. out. We deal with one, then we deal with the other. In fact, once they're outside of the room, we can just shut the door. What are the doors made out of? Wood. Oak, yeah. oak wood, braced with iron. Mm. So, once we shut them out, then we're only dealing with one. Yes, but we still have to get them stuck door at some point. Yes, but I mean, it's still separate. Unless you want to take the teleporting thing to... Divide and conquer. I'm in favour of dividing and conquering. I just, idea. Uh, mm. Does that thing, the brain thing, does it sleep? No. I would assume not. I think having to deal with it at one point or another is going to be... So, the wizard may well go out to deal with the problem outside leaving the brain to guard and then we can kill it and then we will then have to deal with the wizard but it is not at the same time mm-hmm. so I like what I'm hearing lots yes. of good ideas let's put them into action we just simply impersonate one of the goblins yelling for help there are intruders at the front door at the whatever we want to call it then do the sound of foot pit foot feet running away we lurk here once whoever leaves the room goes past we run in and bolt the doors in the side room if we tell them that it's drow yes drow's armed with uh, guns and shields and locks, yes they may even know who they are, mm. thus adding a layer of verisimilitude to our line. All right then. So, shall we? Yep. So it sounds like, in that case, you could probably do that on your own, which yes. means that I get to save a spell slot, which yes. is nice. And if we yes. just hide in here, then I'll make the sound of noisily running away back towards the entrance. I mean, I could do that. You could do that. Yeah. If you can impersonate well. Unseen mm. uh, servant. Oh, yes. I, I, I think her doesn't make noise, though. is that she doesn't actually have to be there to make the noise. Good. Good. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, all right, it's probably going to have to be me then. Sorry. That okay. makes the noise. Okay. Small enough and also uh, quick enough. Okay. Okay. So with that, then you all hide in the north room. Mm-hmm. Okay. Except for. All right. So I'm going to be by the door to bang into it. Okay. And, and then, then off. And then, yeah, high tail. Okay. So your plan is going to do the voice. Okay. Go for persuasion. All right. So, okay. Perception, sorry. So Great. I'm giving, so I I, I'm giving myself both guidance and then Timora's blessing. Great. Where, where are you running to, Lyle, when you have knocked on the door? Uh, so there's no doors here. It just opens up, right? That is stone stairs leading down into this room. Stone stairs leading, oh, sorry, leading up in this instance. Oh, no pardon other, me. Yes. So no other way of uh, getting there. So ideally what I need to be able to do is kind of run 
Yes. From here to there. All right, so I'm going to place myself about here. So for the recording, that's at the foot of the stairs. My apologies, at the foot of the stairs. That's okay. Then the intention will be to... So I'll cast uh, Formaturgy to fling open the door. That'll be next cue to uh, call for the alarm in as close to approximation of goblins as he can. That gives me a head start to get up to the stairs and then find a place to hide. Great. Okay, then. So you all move into the north room. You sit there, crouched and ready in the darkness. Lyle, you stand at the foot of the stone stairs. You fling open one of the double wooden doors with thaumaturgy. It opens with a bang. Mm -hmm. And then at that point, I believe Nick is going to cry out an impersonation of a panicked goblin. Yep, basically. There's long legs outside. They're trying to break in. They sound like this. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I'll definitely give you advantage for that. For the callback. Deception rolling at 20. 20. Great. So. 5 plus 15. Uh, so from inside, you can hear this. Oh, go. Deal with it. And you can hear this little. <laughs> this, oh this, 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 this uncanny scuttling sound as this intellect devourer sort of. How fast does it move? It actually is pretty fast. It's faster yeah. than a person. So it, it's, it's, it's like as fast as a, a wolf. So yeah. it starts to scuttle. Pretty legs does have like four little legs. It's got four little legs. Four little legs like uh, like human feet. Wine paws actually, like little like little paws. You run up the stairs. You are you you are up the stairs perfectly fine. Uh, There is so first of all, there is. Are you running all the way out into the sewers? I need to find a place that I can uh, hide myself that would accommodate a small person. There is plenty of options. So just to the north there of the stairs, you can see that that actually opens up into the little guard room with the arrow slit. Excellent. Okay, which is currently empty. So you go in there and you hide just behind the door, actually. Pretty like. much. Yep, so you pull the door to hide behind it. Yep. The intellect devourer scuttles. It scuttles out. Like, actually goes out through the through the secret so door. So as soon as it's passed, you run back to us. That's the intention. And we, as soon as we see you, we all barrel into the room, slam the door shut behind us, and fight the wizard. Yeah, I'd also like to uh, close that door. Uh, behind me when I do. Okay, so so as because the door is open, you didn't close it, so it no. it, it, it nudges it to the side and yeah, scu- and scuffles out, thought. and then just like a cat wanting to get out, it puts its paws, yes. I guess, claws on on the secret door, which you can yeah. open because it doesn't have a door handle, and yeah. then it scuffles out into the sewer, and so you yeah. can actually just close and if you like lock I was going to say I'm doing exactly this I'd be very interested how it opens a locked door that is great so you just you lock, you lock it behind and then you run back out into the pillar room yes indeed you hear what sounds like thumping but if that's it, it it can't well once it's outside it now it just wants up. to get back in yeah exactly intellect <laughs> that intellect that devouring it is, this actually works perfectly because it can't get back in it just can't there's, there's no conceivable way it, it cannot devour the intellect of a door it, it's locked I mean even if it, even if it had hands to open yeah. it, 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 does, it does not have the strength because all the mm. damage it does is psychic blasts yes. which don't actually work on the door <laughs> you can um, no you hear like this thump you hear what sounds like like somebody running back and throwing a football at a door. A squelchy football. Yes. Mm. It's like ten points of IQ. And then it's twenty scu- points of IQ. Mm-hmm. And thirty then, points of IQ. Yeah. And and then it scuttles up. What what do you do? In, inside the main room, you can hear what's happening. I think we go kill the wizard. Let's do it. So you all rush into the room. Okay. Bursting through, she's not expecting it, uh, and she has her back to the door. So I'm going to give you. I'm, I'm going to make her surprise. But of course, we all roll initiative as combat is commencing. Weapons drawn. You rush into the room. Seventeen for me. So Nadia is okay. So Nadia is seventeen. Sam. Sixteen. 
Sam is 16. Ben. 23. Wow. Ben is 23. Mark. 12. Okay. And Nick. Five. Wow. Roll the one. Roll two. two. Okay. That's why I saved it all last. Yeah. You're going down. So, Ben. All right. Going to run into the room. Okay. Placing myself next to her. Yep. You guys are going to get the benefit of stealth attack on the first go, right? Mm-hmm. As long as I keep myself within five feet of her, yes. I should be able to keep conveying uh, stealth after that fact. <laughs> that is true. Very but, true. But, let's see. So you rush into the room, you, 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 I mean, you, you know, take some uh, fast strides across the stone mm-hmm. flagstones there. there. Apart from the stone throne up on the raised platform, there's really yep. no other features in this room. There's a door to the north, we, yep. which we can get into later, but yep. uh, apart, apart from that, there's other, other stairs leading out into what appear to be more holding cells but for the time being just assume that it's mostly just a long hallway she is surprised sweet in which case I will make an attack excellent alright 18 to hit with Uh, a dagger yeah that will that will absolutely hit excellent Uh, for 4 points of damage okay so you rush up and with your small truncheon you smack her on the leg basically she just kind of ow obviously still very surprised she kind of stumbles to the right and her foot comes off flume on the ground Mm -hmm. who looks up at you with desperate hope in his pained eyes excellent okay Nadia your turn okay Jez Jez, I should say Jez is gonna grab her short sword and run up to the what is it half orc female half orc shaved head eye eye tattoos Um, on her scalp try to slash at her ankles to try to kind of disable or um uh stagger okay great so that is a very bad roll do we have inspiration well, don't forget that you... Oh, no, you, you, you don't have stealth. You just have... She, she's just surprised, which does not convey advantage automatically. So but you... You do been, have inspiration, though. Yeah, you had inspiration for when you did the simultaneous talkie bit. Everyone has inspiration by now. Just oh, so everyone's okay. role-playing very well. Fair enough. Ooh, awesome. Some, some great ideas. So that is yep. 19 to slash at the half-orc. That will easily hit. Please add your full sneak attack damage. Four, five, six, seven damage. Okay. So you run up... And you lash out with your short sword. You slice her upper thigh. She stumbles back even further and cries out in in pain. And then she looks at you with malevolent hatred and grimaces, clutching her bronze wand in her right hand. Izzy. Awesome. So, let's start out strong. Um, (laughs) A good tactic. Yes, very much so. I'm going to cast Witch Bolt. Wow, okay, do it. Yes. Oh, shit. 25. That will but ease. it was a natural 20. Oh, so it's a, so it's a critical hit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Excellent, yes. which you can get with a spell attack. Yes. Mm-hmm. So please um, roll uh, double damage. Yep. Double dice damage. No worries. All right, so that will be double damage. <laughs> 10 points of damage. So 10 points of damage. Yes. You leap into the room. You hold forth your magical tool and a witch bolt soars across the darkened hallway, striking the orc full in the face. Her neck snaps as lightning courses through her body and she falls to the ground dead. There is an unceremonious clatter as she just sort of slumps to the ground and the wand flies out of of her, uh, her hand across the ground. Floon immediately on the ground as soon as she dies, just kind of like, oh, oh, and just like looks up in shock and bewilderment. All right, combat done. What do you do? Volo sent us to rescue you. So come along. Oh, did he? Oh, wow. I mean, it, it is no shocking to have just this most be- the most beautiful man you've likely ever seen. Um, <laughs> just to have this ridiculous, this ridiculous uh, voice. He's like, Oh, listen, thanks so much for coming in here and getting me free. <laughs> oh, my God, I love oh, it. I've just got... Oh, boy. 
Well, it was an unpleasant experience. I'll tell you what. Tell you what. Wouldn't want to have that happen again. All right, what, now we need what? to be quiet because oh, there's still yeah. like, just perhaps no, no talking whatsoever. Listen, don't worry about that. <laughs> My voice is melodious and pleasant, as the ladies tell me. But mellifluous, it is. Sure, yeah, and I'll love that as well. And also, I'll keep it, keep it down, though, eh? Keep it down. I love this. Shady, like, eh? Shady. We still have that brain on legs to deal with at the door. Yes. Plus anything else that outside the, come outside the secret door. Admittedly, that's going to take us still into. Is the there chamber. any other points of egress from here? There are, in fact. So just to be really clear, there. Uh, so north, uh, on the far northern end of this hallway, you can see there is a wooden door. Part, uh, also to the right you can see that there are three separate openings there's actually no doors to them you can just see there are stone stairs leading slightly down and from i guess peering into the darkness of those rooms because it is it is otherwise dark in here uh, you can see there are two more sort of sleeping quarters slash holding cells and then the one to the north, you can see that there appears to be, well, it, it's a, it's very odd, actually. It is, once again, 10 foot by 10 foot, but does not appear to have anything in it. No beds, no manacles, no nothing. And it couldn't really be a holding cell either because there is no door to it at all. You couldn't hold someone in here. If you like, you can uh, either go to the door to the north or you can investigate the, uh, I suppose, the northeastern uh, room, which is suspiciously bare. All right, let's take a look. Mm. Well, you move into the room, and anybody that wants to can give me a perception check. Mm -hmm. 14. Oh, sorry, 16. 19. Great. So what you find is that there is a rough-hewn flagstone Mm -hmm. that can move, leading to a secret tunnel, which leads north. (laughs) Peering down it with your light source, the tunnel goes on and on and on. In fact, Mm -hmm. it, it goes really quite some distance mm. basically beyond the edge of your torchlight well out of the confines so what what direction north of? it goes north uh, past the sewers where you came down uh, as far as you can tell so this this good. appears to be a secret tunnel out yeah of the lair. i was about to say this is that's pretty good for mm. us then we might want to make use of this yeah i think uh we shouldn't try to fight our way out with our uh, valuable cargo did, 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 uh, look i'll just say this do you guys want, says, do you, do you want to go <laughs> you in now let's just so Flo, <laughs> you when in you, now when you say valuable cargo Floon says oh that's the nicest thing anyone said to me i will give you money from my pocket to stop you talking he puts a hand on your shoulder or attempts to and says you have value to me too i'm not a wealthy man but you need a wingman when picking up the ladies at a tavern. Let me see if I've got this right. Does Anathar wanted him to talk? <laughs> like they were torturing him to make that happen? <laughs> oh, you don't understand. They thought I was Reynard. Don't no, know we, why. We, we know we, uh, yeah. I'll explain. It was a whole situation. We, see, we were walking down we the street. We know we actually saved your friend as well. We know what happened. You have nothing uh, to add to that story right now. <laughs> you just see, like, as, as, as Hurst is saying that, like, you see him edit the line as he's saying it. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so he just takes it. Actually, does someone else want to get in the tunnel and go first, just in case there's something? I'll, I'll go ahead. Thank you. You sneak into the tunnel? Yeah. Now, after her, you? Oh, right, yeah, after her? 19 on my stealth. He just says, my lady. Oh, my oh, God. My God. So you go, so you go first, uh, and you sneak along the top. Now uh, you're all, you're all following, of course, because uh, Izzy, in fact, has the light source. Which, by the way, yes. you're still the only light source in here. It's yes. worth noting. I, I um, lean over to Izzy. Do, do you know the spell silence? <laughs> no. Shit. Continue. Listen, I've 
sleep. I like him. Of course you like. Can you get in the tunnel now? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I like you too, my good soul. I like you too. Yeah. Uh, you continue along the tunnel. <laughs> Thankfully, with the light behind you, it goes on for about 90 feet. How and then, small is this tunnel? It, it, it's pretty, it's about five feet by six feet. So you, yeah. have, you, you have to stoop a little bit and you can see that there are drag marks on the ground where clearly they use this tunnel to transport maybe goods uh, in and out type thing. The you, no idea. tunnel. Mm. Exactly so. However, you realize that this, this tunnel has not been used in a little while. Uh, it, there's definitely some dust and spider webs in it. When you get to the very end, you can see that there is once again another secret flagstone that you sort of push up and you find yourself in essentially what looks to be a beer cellar. It is a stone cellar full of kegs of beer. And I mean, apart from that, you can see there, there's a ladder leading up to the, you know, abode above. I touch, Absolute jackpot. I touch my holy symbol and give thanks once more to Time Warrior's blessing. With the tunnel and the brain thing, and well, I mean, at least several other goblins probably, and the mind flare that might come back, maybe this is not a good place for us. To be. I put the put the flagstone over the top. That stops the intellect of our from following up at least. Mm-hmm. And then let's get ourselves a drink. <laughs> so you all emerge into this uh, what appears to be like a residential beer, beer cellar. There are there are barrels of beer and kegs, I should say, of beer on the walls. There is a one uh, stone steps and, and a, sorry, so pardon me, a ladder leading mm-hmm. up stairs. Can uh, can Hurst move a barrel to cover the flagstone? Yes, e- easily so. A full barrel. I lighten it for him by taking it. <laughs> no, the point is it's supposed to be heavy. So, okay, so you all come up into the cellar, okay? And there are you know, barrels of beer and you just start sitting. Lyle, you begin to uh, yep. casually sip some beer. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, the door, Professional interest. the door to the cellar opens Uh-oh. and you can see a an elderly pair of halflings in simple, you know, a sort of upper middle class commoner garb. They sort of trot downstairs. Both have got grey hair. Uh, the female halfling has a frying pan, which is brandishing like a weapon in front of her. She has a simple apron on. She comes down the stairs first and says, Oh, who's in there? Oh my god. I don't know what you robbers are wanting, but you best get out of my cellar. We're not stealing anything. Master. Well, <coughs> we're not robbing you. We Just... turned up here. You... Uh, you are going to be spoken to by the watch probably because your cellar has a secret door that leads to a secret base for the Zendharam. Make a persuasion check. Oh, this isn't a persuasion. This is mostly just like... I am spouting truth yeah. and I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to like turn it back on. Yeah, let's just see how the, how the first impression goes. Your investigatory. Yeah, that's not going to do it. probably going to be useful now. Yeah, yeah, Jez. Yeah. That's a five. That's a six with a negative one charisma roll. Jez, do you want to have a better, a better crack at this? To try to soothe their nerves, they look—they look rather agitated. They look like an elderly couple. So the, the husband from behind uh, has a kitchen knife. And he's like, "Oh, they're my lover. Don't worry about it." Can I see? Maybe we should let them go. Is the is the is the um, beer branded or anything like that? No, it, it's it looks just like a, like they, this is just the beer that they that they brew in their home. Yeah, it doesn't have a brand. Oh, I see. Uh, uh, yes. Or is it just all for them? Oh, yes. Like a maker's mark. <laughs> no, sorry. It's, it is like a homebrew thing, yeah. and it's called the Peabody's. Okay. Cool. Oh. So, uh, could I have purchased something like this before, or would I know them? It's too obscure. Okay. They're just a little. They're just a family of halflings that brew beer in their cellar. Okay. For, yeah, but like. But, so, a family of halflings, then. Basically. So, but, okay. Yeah. So, in that case, um, she's just going to say, alright, so 
We would like to make use of the exit from your cellar in order to remove ourselves from a particular situation. We can just pass by and uh, leave you be. You might want to know though that uh, you're maybe not in the best position here. Make a roll. Uh, 18, and what is my persuasion? So to unnatural 20. Okay, so you seem to put her at ease and she lowers the frying pan a fraction and peers at the at, at the corner that you're in quizzically and says, Not here for your beer at all. How did you get into my cellar? Well, through I the, didn't see you walk past me. Through through the, the, the secret tunnel, you know. There's a secret tunnel in my cellar. Oh, oh yeah. Why well, who put that there? And she 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 wanders <laughs> down, and, and the, the two of them the two of them walk forward really quizzically, and be like, "Well, oh, you're putting secret tunnels in people's places. That's rude. That is. Oh, it's very rude, love. Oh my. Oh, tell you what, I wouldn't put no secret tunnel in anyone's cellar. I so wouldn't. you had no idea this entire time that there was a secret tunnel that went to your basement. Well, what, you think I'm dense? I want secret tunnels in my basement? Who wants a secret tunnel in their basement? Oh, oh, I can anything. think of a few people, to be honest. Uh, people getting paid to have a secret tunnel in their basement? Well, I'm not absolutely had no idea there's a secret tunnel in my basement. I mean, that is something but that people who were getting paid to have a secret tunnel in their basement would say. Though, <laughs> I think they are good folk. Let's just let them leave them be. This is whole they didn't argument. know there was a secret tunnel. That's okay. Not everybody knows that there's a it's, secret tunnel. That's the whole point. It's a secret tunnel. I know that's yeah. Secret. Exactly. How did, so, how did I? Ah. This covers. Let's just go. She turns angrily. She turns angrily to, to her husband. And says, "Did you know that was there? No, no, I didn't know it was there. Why would I know it was a secret tunnel in the basement? Did you dig that secret tunnel? No, it's not. I didn't dig a secret. Sorry to interrupt. Can we? Uh, can we just go? Hurst is now, yes, yes. Hurst she, is now she, moving she, a uh, barrel, like another barrel of ale over the uh, she, over the thing. I'm just like. Look, oh, don't try and cover it now, my son. I can see it's there. No, it's... I Look, if you are telling the truth, this is probably for your protection. I don't know. Uh, I, look, I'm not going to... You know, you could be powerful adventurers or whatever, for all I know, but there is a mind flayer down there, and this is for your protection. <laughs> Secret tongue with mind flayers. What day this has turned out to be? <laughs> it's first, been... It hasn't been here just today. First the milk goes off, and now this. Can't win for losing. So you leave, I guess. Is that right? Yeah. This yeah. conversation has been the best conversation of my entire day. <laughs> so, I am living for it. <laughs> so you, so you leave, you leave the Peabodys, and you walk. You just walk up into their kitchen. It, it is just a middle class residential house. Uh, it, it's a, it, in one of the tenement buildings in the Upper Dock Ward. So you you walk out through their little their little halfling sized living room. <laughs> It's one, of the, it's, one of, it's one of those houses where probably to conserve uh, space and money in the city, it is everything is very halfling size. Uh-huh. So you have to you have to actually stoop down. Uh, apart from the halfling and the gnome, of course, not to uh, exclude you two. Uh, you, Thank you. It, it's perfectly <laughs> perfectly sized for you. The, the rest of you have to stoop to get out the front door, and then soon you are on the fog shrouded streets once again safe and free from the lair that you've just come from. Floon looks around and takes a big breath of fog air and says, Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, feeling good. Feeling good. So, uh, I guess we get you back to your mate then. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. That's what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Can I get a bit of a read on him? Yeah, of course you can. Anybody done a bit of a perception check insight. on him? Insight. Insight check on him yet? Not yet. I have zero no. for insight, so if anybody else wants I to help me. I'll, I'll, I'll jump. give it a shot. I'll jump And on. I rolled a two. Oh, that's all right. Give me one sec. I think I've got insight. Yes, I do. Uh, I 20. A, oh, sorry. You go. You go. I have a, uh, shit, a 19. 21. Yeah, he's a simpleton. He, yeah. I love he's, it. He is, he is an adorable 
a very, very handsome simpleton who probably gets by. That's how I like him. <laughs> way too, <laughs> way too much on on uh, on on on. on no, no, not even charm and looks. Just like just looks like, like he, John Hamm in Thirty Rock. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Oh my god. Uh, but he's but he but he is a genuinely, honestly, just like almost ignorantly friendly, naive fellow. What do you think we just celebrate and have a nice uh, have a have a bit of a beer at the awning portal? Didn't okay. Isn't this how you got into trouble in the first place, mate? Always. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get you back to Volo first. I'm friends with Volo. He'll be sure to remind we're to, no, to, to we're we're no. you. Where are we supposed to meet Volo? Back at the awning portal. It yeah. was at the awning yeah. portal. Okay. Well, I'm gonna watch this fellow and make. Sure, he doesn't <laughs> fall down the fucking portal. <laughs> I, so I feel like like the walk back has got Hurst has got his hands on his collar because yeah. the guy's just like, what if we just duck in here for a quick turn? And Hurst is like, no, come on. <laughs> no, no, it's like, ooh, shiny. <laughs> so he's straight into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I will throw him down the hole. By the end of the trip, <laughs> Hurst is considering it. Boy, That's a big hole, hole isn't it? Oh. <laughs> oh well. Okay. We put all in the middle of a tavern. <laughs> so you make your way slowly from the dock ward all the way north to the castle ward. You can see Castle Waterdeep present uh, to the west as you make your way to the yawning portal. It is very, very late in the evening. It is about oh, I guess maybe three or four a.m. So most of the patrons are either passed out, drunk, or have wandered up to bed or have gone home. However, Donan is still there and uh, looks up as you walk in with Floon and, and he looks he gives you a wry half smile and Lyle he gives you a very knowing nod as if to you know mm-hmm. give his approval long distance you can see in a corner table Volo is actually still there working on a map uh, and so because he hasn't gone he hasn't gone home for the evening as of yet and he is talking currently to Rena. Uh, and they will both stand up excitedly when you walk in and so I assume you wander over to them straight away Volo comes forward and says oh magnificent I knew it I knew that you would bring him back safely Floon and he embraces him they rescued me he was really brave they came in and they killed a half-orc wizard that was torturing me it was very terrible but I don't want to go through that again now I can certainly imagine my good man please have a seat have a seat and he turns and says, Well, I honestly don't know what to say, apart from thank you. And, uh, so, <laughs> uh, of course, uh, we will now come to the matter of, uh, of payment. So, so, all right, look, okay. this turned out to be a lot more complicated. Uh, y- y- yes, it's... There was a mind flayer. There was a brain with legs. <laughs> there were goblins. An intellect devourer. There were, uh, 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 drow. Drow. And yeah. he, we saw drow. So Volo gives Dernan a, no- a look across the across the bar, and Dernan just sort of frowns and like like he's thinking about something and just nods. And uh, three three strings wanders over as well and says, uh, uh, who, "Who of course you recall was the uh, the human bard who's yeah, the, your, the, your, deli- the deliberately bad your yeah your your harper contact who wanders and says, oh so uh sorry drow." Drow in the sewers with it? Oh, nice, nice, sir. Uh, nice drow, though. Okay. Well, I mean... They gave us some nice advice. We gave they, them yeah. some advice. They um, didn't try to kill us. I mean, they were carrying a, a box of guns, which, well, I mean, that's neither here nor there. They had, they had guns. The box had um, blood. It was a barrel. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's important. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he nods and walks away. Volo says, uh, interesting, interesting. Uh, listen, so I... I'm still waiting on some revenue from my book, which I'm expecting to be in by now. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Don't worry. This will work out to your benefit. Because you see, 
This is, and he, t he takes a deep breath and says, unfortunately means that, to stay true to my word, I will need to give you something much more valuable, which I wasn't intending on giving up just yet. But. Like what? You have done. <laughs> you this have done is going to be like a metaphor for something, isn't it? <laughs> something much more valuable. Turns out the treasure was in our hearts all along. My respect. Ah! No, I knew it. <laughs> he says. He says. No, 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 no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that to you. Ah! Uh, but I think that you have done me and Floon, of course. Then bring my friend back to me. <laughs> Simple chap gets himself into all sorts of trouble. I might need you to do it again tomorrow. Who knows? But I think that you've done me a great deed, and one good deed deserves another. Oh, he says dear. with a with a cunning smile, and he hands you. A deed. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, uh, this oh, indenture made that. on this day, the year of the Black Regalia, fourteen hundred. Yes, blah 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 blah. The second part. <laughs> Witness that the said party of the first part. And oh God, can somebody just translate yeah, this give it riddle? To me, I'm me. giving you Troll Skull Manor. It is a manor that I've had in my possession for some time, and so far I've not been able to do anything with mm. or to sell. It's haunted. But the good news is uh, uh, that it's yours. Uh, two, two questions. Yes. Real quick. Uh, we'll circle back to the haunted thing because that seems like that's going to be a whole conversation. Uh, but the name Troll, Troll Skull. Oh, it's named after the alleyway. It's in Troll Skull Alley. Ah, okay. In Good. the right. North Ward. Yes. Okay, now. Excellent uh, location. Haunted, you say? Reynard says, uh, yes, that's that's the rumour. Supposedly he has been trying to sell it for years, but he's been, been un unable to because it has something of a poltergeist problem. Additionally... It is in, uh, what, what he's failed to mention is that it is in somewhat a state of disrepair. You will, inf while it is a, a very good investment, and I'm rather jealous that you've acquired it, it will require some funds to uh, bring it back into, well, proper repair and function. But particularly if you wanted to use it for its original or uh, most recent purpose, which is to have it be a tavern. Yes. Tavern. I intended to open it as a tavern. Uh, it's in a perfect location. The neighborhood around it has become rather pleasant. There are lots of uh, other craftspeople that uh, have something of, of a community there. It is in a, in a location that is lacking a really good watering hole. A blind spot, uh, you could say, in this particular city. If you refurbish this place and open it as a tavern, you, I think, will make back your investment, oh, tenfold over. I absolutely love it. Raina says, this is true, and in fact, that is why I, at the very least, if you are willing to, uh, have me on as an investor. I can put forward some of my family's money to uh, uh, assist in its repairs. That. There are certain things, however, that will need to be done. For example, apart from a poltergeist, obviously, or whatever the rumour is, whether a poltergeist is really there or not, I don't know, but you will need to make good connections with the guilds, and I can I can help with that. In fact, I can see to the uh, to the guild membership and uh, paperwork. Uh. All right, just... Alright. Is Izzy's reading this, there's like, you can imagine just smoke just <laughs> coming out of their ears while they're trying to pass the bullshittery <laughs> that is this deed. <laughs> because they're... <laughs> it's a le it's a, it's an act, so for the recording, there's, a, there's an actual <laughs> Troll Skull Manor deed yes. that comes as, as a handout for this adventure. And it is actually a full legal document deed, apparently. Like it is, uh, it, 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 it fits, it passes muster. It's, as it's, a... it's one of those, it's one of those, um, <laughs> it uses really weasel, uh, I wouldn't say weasely, but it's like... Legalese. It legalese. Yes. Up the wazoo. It, it sure it's, does. <laughs> Izzy. 
Yeah. How's it read? Hmm? How's it read? This indenture made this day of the ten day of in the year of the Black Regalia, 1498. It between... reads that we've got a motherfucking tavern. Um... Dope as shit. I look at... Well, I look at the, the two people who are giving us this opportunity. I say, you won't sell Despite all the legal mumbo-jumbo, you are giving us this manner to to own. Yes. And we can turn a profit if we turn it into a tavern. Yes, of course. Which you, pointing at... um, Rena. Rena, yes. Will help finance, I assume, in return for... 5% of profits would be my terms. Three. (sighs) Done. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's better than five. He says, he says, nothing's bound. Uh, 3% of profits is, uh, believe me, uh, he's not wrong. This will, in fact, be a very lucrative place if you can make the right connections with the other folk in the neighborhood to get some assistance, if we can somehow work to reduce the repair costs. And deal with the poltergeist. And deal with the poltergeist. Uh, I'll just... I, <laughs> oh. I'm very much in favor of owning a tavern. I, look, I like the idea of creating, you know, a home and hearth kind of thing. I can ask Dernan for some This help. feels very much like... I'm not a fan of... No offence in general, but uh, rich people. <laughs> Reynard says, I barely fit that classification now. Don't be wrong, I'm still within means. But I would like to invest in something pure and rustic like this place. It'll be a good investment. And I would like to see you comfortable. The least I can do after what you've done for me, saving my life, I feel is uh, assist you in a way that I certainly can, which is dealing with uh, red tape and paperwork. I will, deal with the, I will deal with your guild memberships. You'll need to associate with them. I'll make connections to them. Oh, I'm in. Count me in. Oh, Somebody no. to do that kind of nasty work's great. That means paperwork, doesn't it? No, that's the thing. I'll take care of the paperwork in return for 3% of profits. Oh, should have gone lower. <laughs> no, I think 3% uh, in exchange for not having to deal with the paperwork is actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. Not having to deal with paperwork. Priceless. <laughs> <laughs> it's just paperwork is how people who want to take advantage of you legally do it. And Floon has passed out on the chair next to you, by the way. Okay. Cool. Honestly, how did this happen? I, I just also, I, I lean into Volo. His... Tuck it out. His voice. Ah, look at him. Um, oh, it's, just, it's terrible. Terrible. How but do you but put for up? women... The women, Hurst. <laughs> they just, they flock to him. If he, if, he can, if he can just shut it, or in a loud tavern, they don't notice as much. And, you know, there's too many women for him all by himself. I mean, he tries, but, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, let's just say that uh, he's, he's an important person to have in social, in social gatherings. You had us rescue your wingman. Yes. That is... <laughs> but you know what? I'll give you... <laughs> doesn't, doesn't having, like, a cute dog or something like that basically do the same thing? Uh, apparently not. Uh, but no, listen, uh, it, it is only right that we make this deal. Shall we sign the deal? The other option, of course, is I can pay you your money in full, but I won't have the funds uh, in cash for a good few months. We'll take the tavern. I'm Excellent. pretty excited. So, do you all sign off on the deed? Tom, right, we... I in my life away. Wait, I know that Izzy was reading that deed to try and find any loopholes. No, it is a perfectly binding... Uh, sorry, it's a, it's a perfectly legal, perfectly, I mean... It's perfectly binding in that there's nothing expo- <laughs> no. explicitly stated apart from the dimensions of the freaking property. Exactly. No, so you, you feel that it's very much on the up and up. It is 100% a completely authentic, 
legal legal deed. Obviously, the slight issue is the poltergeist, mm-hmm. if a poltergeist exists. But I suppose we can deal with that when we when we deal with that. So why do we? I'm going to take this lad home. Tom, if we said no, how badly would it derail the adventure? <laughs> no, 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 you don't. In, you, you're getting outvoted. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to. You don't. You, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it is one of the best parts of this adventure. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and they have, they have full rules, of course, for running a business and like all the different oh my costs, God. costs yes. for things and like running. It, it's a whole. It's a whole subsystem they have uh, for this one, uh, augmented by some really great um, resources that I've got online to improve it as well. So, how's that? How's uh, that reading there going? The only thing is that it keeps seem to be mentioning the first part over and over, and Al. <laughs> it seems like our involvement only takes up one line as the second part. Yes. Mm. Together with okay, so together with all in singular, the tenements, her elements, and her pertinences thereunto belonging or in any way appertaining, and the revision and the reversions, remainders, rents, issues, and profits thereof, and also all the estate, right, title, property, uh, claim, and demand whatsoever, as well as in law and equity of the said party of the first part of in or to the above described premises and every part parcel thereof. All right, so the only thing that we need to be mindful of is that any outstanding issues, rents, oh, we take on demands, claims, yeah, in law and equity and what have you so basically we're not just getting a tavern we're getting everything that um pertains to that so the only thing yeah so the only thing i really want to know yes is what else comes with this tavern other than a poltergeist strictly speaking legally Uh, he says uh oh uh, i suppose there's the plot of land uh but that's all there are no other strings attached apart from the poltergeist okay first things first we go down to the basement and check for secret passageways to zentarum Volo claps flute on the back to wake him up and gives you a knowing look and says, Well, I'm going to get him home. I've arranged for you to be able to spend the night here. I have booked out three rooms for you. I think I've read this story before. There is one (laughs) you have to spend a night in a haunted house. My parents told me the story when I was young. He says, "Uh, I have booked three rooms for you to stay here at the yawning portal, and your bar tab and food tab is on me. I mean. Idiot. <laughs> Dernan, Dernan looks at you very, very pointedly. He says, "Oh, you think you underestimate how much this one can eat?" <laughs> very well then. <laughs> I require three legs of lamb. <laughs> he says. Dernan walks over to you, Lyle, and says, "Well." Gives you a clap on the back. Welcome to the tavern business, I guess. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, you're not competing with me. You're on the other side of town. <laughs> you don't Is mind if I stop by and pick your brain for some ideas? Absolutely not. I can give you all sorts of advice, depending. You could maybe tell us about uh, how you're able to turn a natural uh, a natural location of monsters into a profit. Maybe there's something we can do with this poltergeist. <laughs> he just... Does he sing? Does he dance? <laughs> oh my God. Can we pin him into the middle of the tavern and Have him fight. push people down into as we leave this session for today, these are all questions that will be answered next time. <laughs> I think we will just uh, end the scene with you engaging in some uh, quiet revelries, drinking and eating uh, in a celebratory meal on the corner table. Ooh. I picture it a little bit like the end of the Avengers, you know, the shawarma. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just very quiet because the Three Fingers isn't playing anymore. He's about to go home. Most of the patrons are snoring on the desks. There aren't currently any monsters leaping out of the pit. All in all, everything is pretty subdued. But exceptionally well done. God, this is going to change my entire body spell selections. (laughs) I'm going to have to take create water, detect poison, purify food. Purify food and drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for playing, everyone. This was great. And scene. Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. 
check the episode notes for full details.